for us. We thank you for bringing us again this morning. We thank you for the opportunity that you have given unto us to meet at your feet again this morning, O oh Lord. Father, we pray that you please up and speak to us this morning in the name of Jesus. Father, Lord, I hide behind you this morning. Lord, speak through me. Let men see you and not me in the name of Jesus. For in Jesus' mighty name, we are free. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. Good morning, everyone. Good to see our beautiful faces again this morning. I pray that as we have all come this morning, that God Almighty will bless us in Jesus' name. This month of November will be a November to remember for good in the name of Jesus. Once again, welcome to the workers' meeting this morning. Amen. Um, first, I want to use this opportunity to thank the leadership team of the church for this opportunity to minister around to God's people this morning. I pray that God mighty will bless all our leaders in Jesus' name. Also, you know, there's some, um, there some setup that uh, is for your lifting. You know, imagine after your team lost yesterday, and the next thing you saw a message. You saw the message, please find attach the schedule for uh, workers' meeting this morning. So immediately I saw it, I just read the message and left. But after 10 to 15 minutes later, the Spirit just told me that I go back to that message and download that attached. So by the time I downloaded the attached, I discovered that my name was number one on the list. <laughs> so at that point, there was nothing I could do. You know, I had to come out of the lost yesterday, trying to say, how, how will I do this one now? Because yesterday I was, I was not happy that my team lost yesterday. But we just have to do the work of God. That's it. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. This morning, my topic for today. So, once again, I want to use this opportunity to, to thank our workers directorates, Pastor AOC. Thank you for this opportunity, sir. God bless you. Amen. So, my topic this morning is nothing to prove. Nothing to prove. And my Bible text is taken from the book of Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 to 2. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 to 2, the NIV version. And it says, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and, and the, the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race that marked out for us. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning in shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. Just to buttress this Bible verse that we just read, I, will, I would like to share a story of um, one of my friends. Um, sometime around 2019, me and my friends, we gathered together to play football. And after every match, one of my friends would always drop me off at my my place. So, and this is my friend that I'm talking about, do have um, a fine tomato red Lexus Jeep. So, but I noticed that almost every time this guy drops me off, there's a short route to my place, but I discovered that the guy does not pass that short route. Either I would rather prefer to pass a long route. 
So I, I, I noticed that the first time. And there's a particular street that I noticed that once we get there, it will wind down. Uh, the roof, it will open the roof, and it will start jamming uh, music that we know that, that when we are coming, it was not playing music. But when we get to a particular street, I noticed that it will start play one song. The first time that happened, the first song was All I Do Is Win, Win, Win. So I was wondering, okay, I don't know what happened. The second time, something happened again. This time, it was J.C. King, Eshima Buga. So I was not like, what's going on? So by the, by the time he dropped me off the, the second day, and I was like, you know, I'm going to ask this guy why he always does this thing when we get to this particular street. So the third time that we got to that same street, so I had to ask him, why do you do this thing that you do anytime we get to this particular street? The guy just told me that, I know, as I'm a boy now, just say nothing, there's nothing. And for everybody that grew up on the island, you know that there's always one auntie Adubo or one uncle Adubo that will always notice or say hello to people now. So not knowing that the same way I was observing, somewhere else was also observing this my dear friend. And he walked up to, the auntie walked up to my friend and was like, ah, guy, I've been seeing, uh, seeing you around this as is for some time now. Why are you, what are you doing here? I mean, you are here to check your former girlfriend. So in my mind, I was like, wow. So there was a person in this street. No wonder you're always doing this kind of thing. So because I didn't want to be involved with the drama, so I had to carry my phone and pretend as if I was making a call just to avoid the drama. So by the time they were done with their whole razzmatazz talk, so I just, just dropped me. So by the time I got home, I now picked my phone and called him. So guy, all this while that you have been doing this thing, you were trying to prove something. So what are you trying to prove? Unknowing to me that the person that he was trying to prove to, the girl that he's trying to prove to, has already located to Canada. So all the stress of trying to, all the proof that he was, all the things that, the things that he was doing, trying to impress the lady. Because the girl, what happened? Because the lady told him that when they were dating that he does not see something good in him. So he wanted to correct that impression of saying that now, I'm, I'm not a big boy, so I have my car, I have things that is going well for me. So he wanted to correct that impression of, but the person that he was trying to correct the impression for has relocated to Canada. So what do you do now? Are you going to move to Canada to go and correct that impression? So what am I trying to say with that Bible scripture that we just read? There are a lot of us that we try to prove a whole lot of things to people who are not even paying attention to most of the things that we're trying to, the impression that we're trying to create. Some of us, we try to create competition in our head when people are not even seeing the competition that we are trying to create. And that's why the scripture is telling us that we should not be entangled by the things of this world because all those little things really matters. Why trying to impress someone? God is already moving ahead, trying to move, the person that you are trying to impress he has moved, she has, God has moved the person to somewhere else. Why you, you are still on, I want to impress, I want to correct the notion that this person said I can't be the best. And that's the way some of us, we try to, that's what some of us, we try to do. Amen. We are trying to impress who does not care about us, who does not pay attention to us, who does not even know that there's a competition that you are creating in your head, but everything just stuck in our own head, trying to create an impression that Okay, I want to 
try and show this person that I'm the best in this whole thing. Likewise, for some of us that we are that in our place of work, we try to also try to show that when they call for meetings, that's when you know that you want to show that this person, because this person was better than you in the, uh, in the, uh, in the previous meeting. So you too want to correct that impression that no, this meeting, no, me too, I want to be the best. I want to let the organ know, my line manager know that, ah, no, 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 it's not only you that is in this department. As Christians, we don't need to know, we don't, we don't need to know that, we don't need to know that the word we are. As Christians, we need to know that the word we are often demands validation, success, achievements. But as Christians, it is vital that we understand that our focus is on God alone. Just like our scripture says, that we should fix our eyes on Jesus, not mere human beings like us. We, are not, we have nothing to prove. His love for us is unconditional and unchanging. His love for us is unconditional and unchanging. The first point this morning is the pressure to prove. The pressure to prove. And the, my first point is the word expectation. The word expectation. The word or environment often places every expectation on us to prove our words through accomplishments, status, recognitions. But according to the book of Romans chapter 12, verse 2, multimedia please help us. Romans chapter 12, verse 2. The message version. The message version. It says, don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fix into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity. God brings the best out of you develops well-formed maturity in you. So as Christians, we are not supposed to conform to the expectations of this world. We are not supposed to work based on the culture of this world. We are not supposed to allow the world expectation to bring us down. We are not supposed to work based on the world's expectation. Amen. Also, Matthew chapter 6, verse 1, message version, Matthew chapter 6, verse 1, It says, be especially careful when you are trying to be good so that you don't make a performance out of it. It might be a good theater, but the God who made you won't be applauding. There are a lot of things, there are a lot of good things that are, that are not godly. There are, not, there are a lot of good things that are not godly. There are some things that are good to us, but to God, it's not, it's not good. And that's what some of us will do as Christians. We tend to always want to do the best, but you are not asking the one who created you or the one who, who sent you to this world that am I doing the best with this what I'm doing? Some of us, in as much as we want to try to prove that we are the best, you are not looking, you are not asking yourself questions that what I'm doing, is it okay to God? And as Christians, that's the way I want us to continually see ourselves anytime we are making a decision that this thing I'm doing. Is it okay in God's eyes? Not just that, is it okay for people around me? Some of us, we make decisions based on people's opinion. 
But this morning, I'm here to tell us that we should not make decisions only by people's opinion alone, but by what God is telling you to do. Amen. The second point is embracing God's unconditional love. Embracing God's unconditional love. The book of Romans chapter 8, 38 to 39. Romans chapter 8, 38 to 39. It says, For I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. It's the day that we understand how much God loves us. That's the day we understand that we have nothing to prove to any human. The only reason why you always have something to prove to any individual is because you don't understand the love that God has towards you. Amen. And how do I know? The book of Isaiah chapter 43, verse 4. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 4. Isaiah 43, verse 4. The message version, please. It says, that is how much you mean to me. That is how much I love you. I will sell off the old world to get you back. Trade the creation just for you. That's how much God loves us. If God can tell us that he can trade the world just to get us back, so how much more we, human, trying to prove things to mere human beings like us? Amen. In conclusion, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 9. Ephesians chapter 2, 8 to 9. Ephesians chapter 2, 8 to 9. It says, for by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourself, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. In conclusion this morning, as workers, as Christians, I would like to remind us that salvation is a gift, and it's not something we can earn or prove. Salvation is a gift, and it's not something that we can earn or prove. So no matter what you are trying to prove the word, God has sent his son for us to die for us. And there's no other thing to prove because it is finished. Amen. So I pray that as we have listened to this word, that God Almighty will give us the grace not to just listen alone, but to act upon which we have heard this morning in Jesus' name. Can we just rise as we pray this morning and say, Father, please help me to focus on you alone. In the name of Jesus. In the remaining two months of this year, Father, please help me to focus on you alone. In the name of Jesus. Help me to focus on you alone. In the name of Jesus. Help me to focus on you. In every areas of my life, Lord, help me to focus just on you alone. In the name of Jesus.